Hey everyone, I'm Brenda and I'm Julia, and you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hey everyone, in this episode we are continuing our conversation with Daryl from Wednesday. So if you have not yet listened to Wednesday's episode, go ahead and listen to that one right now and then come back here for part two. And if you have, enjoy the show. The very thing that made people reject me is the very thing that has helped me to be successful in life. Mm, Absolutely. 100%. I think this is a topic that we come back to over and over and over when we're talking about because you know it's roaring 20s this time in our 20s where everyone feels like if you don't know now Mm -hmm. and if you don't like if if you think you're going one way and then the universe is telling you actually that's not it that we think that that's shameful that Mm -hmm. it's wrong that we're Mm -hmm. failing yeah and I I mean I hear it over and over from all my friends like you know I studied this so I have to go in that direction and then but that's not actually making me happy yeah but I can't quit because I'm gonna because other people are gonna think I'm failing yeah Definitely. Like, but, but so you, you want to know? So I'm a, I'm with you like 75%. Can mm. I tell you 25% that yes. I'm not? Oh, please. All right. If I launched a podcast today, which I'm not. Actually, I am, I am launching a podcast now. Um, uh, you have to launch a podcast. You, you actually must. <laughs> Thank you. Huh? I'm scared. I got to launch it. How long have you guys been podcasting? Since January. Not long. Okay. All right. So still, though, like you've, you've seen growth, correct? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, so, so watch this. You would tell somebody that if they launched a podcast, it takes time, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But is it true? And you can say it's not. Don't think you got to agree with me because I'm the guest. But is it true that based upon what you learn, you can shorten the gap for somebody? Yes or no? Like, yeah. Like, cor- like correct mistakes before they happen. Yeah, exactly. Can you yeah. help them make oh, yes. results faster based upon what you learned? Yes. Okay. Thank you. This <laughs> <laughs> 25%. Thank you. Because that's my 25%. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have, it, it's really hard to figure it all out unless you know Daryl, <laughs> who spent five years in the library mm-hmm. researching, spending thousands and thousands of dollars trying to figure this thing out, getting past the fluff stuff and right. getting to the core of who I am. Yeah. So, so is that the secret? Oh, it's it, the secret is to find me. Yeah, <laughs> Daryl is that's the, so, so, the right. secret. Yeah, it's so ev- for I, I everybody you. that's been searching, just go. For yes, it. No, no, I'm <laughs> serious. I, yeah, yeah. I, they, you know what they say? Find what you are passionate about, and you'll never have to work another day in your life. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I get it. It's like a buzz statement, but um, if I could do one thing, that's it. Like, like one thing, I would just sit on Zoom calls or face to face with people and help them figure out their purpose. Because when I do it. It's like this. I can do it in probably like 30 minutes to an hour. That's incredible. Yeah, every time. Yeah. I have a 100% success rate. Now, I'm not psychic. We got to like self-reflect, ask of questions, course, yeah. like this. but we can get you massive clarity. The good thing is, is uh, you don't have to wait till you get on my calendar to do that. Like we have a purpose discovery course that will help some people. And then if they still need an extra little boost or want to hop on, then they can do like a clarity call with me or they can just come straight to the source. Like I just want to help people because oh, I, I can't really Listen, 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 because if you people are going to think I'm just trying to make an awesome podcast, but no. here's what I want them to hear. I'm trying to set people free. 
Because everyone says this, your misery will be your ministry. Whatever your deepest pain is will be your purpose. For me, listen to the level of my pain. I almost took my life because I didn't think that I had purpose. I am passionate about helping people discover it. And I don't want them to wait till they're 30, 35, 36. I don't want them to try seven, eight different career paths today. I'm like, I finally found what I'm passionate about. Because can I tell you, I know some people who are very passionate about things, but they haven't found purpose yet. Mm. And when you find purpose, it's almost like uh, like uh, on a scale, I say this, okay, this is the question I've been asking everybody on the podcast. On a scale of zero to 100%, how much of you are you giving the world? Mm. Okay. Do y'all yeah. want to answer the question? Should we answer? Should we? You have, okay. to, be, you have to be truthful though. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, gosh, on a percentage, here's the problem. I'm the most indecisive person on this planet. But I have to say, I really am. But in all seriousness, I think my answer would have probably been different prior to this podcast because Mm -hmm. I think that part of, like, what we've decided to do is Mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff we talk about on here that is extremely uncomfortable. And for us (laughs) as well, like, I think especially in our 20s, really any age, but especially in our 20s, saying that you don't have it all together is really mm-hmm. hard saying that you're not perfect that you really? you know you know like all those things that's it's hard? hard to say that you're well n- not anymore but it was oh, yeah think, absolutely i, I think that's hard. why is that hard i'm so i don't want that to be hard yeah. hey let me like yeah hey everybody if you feel like you can't say that you're not perfect that's not that's that who's perfect a robot? I, totally. I think that that has come a lot out of like I think it's Better. more of a girl thing too, but I also mm-hmm. think that that's come a lot out of like social media and Instagram. Absolutely. And, like, blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, because we watch yeah. other people's highlights and compare mm-hmm. to more. Exactly. Yeah, I got you. Totally, but I think through this we've really learned that like some of the scariest things we could share have had mm-hmm. have been the most well received because it's like whoa, yeah. I'm really not alone. Yeah. You know, so I think. Yeah. Julia, I don't know how much percent I'm giving. Come oh, on, just, just throw a number out there. Uh, 80? Okay. Is that a, is that oh, oh, we're doing a percentage out of 100? Yep, zero is like I'm hiding. 100% is like every bit of me, the quirky me is out there. To the oh, world. I definitely don't feel hidden. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't I know, right? I don't feel hidden. I feel like Maybe I'm sure. like 76. Okay. Ooh. Okay. That's good. That might be high, though. That's good. Can I tell you something? Like, so at the point of my TEDx talk, okay, now look at where I'm at in my stage of my career. The point of my Mm -hmm. TEDx talk, I had already launched. That was my second business. Um, I was already a pastor. I was already a speaker. I was probably at 65%. And he's getting up on stage doing a TED talk. Okay. All right. So you get what I'm, I want you to hear that you can be successful and, and be fulfilled and love your life but you're missing something you're right. missing the rest of the percent yeah like think about how good it feels when you have a really really good meal oh. and like that last bite is <laughs> so good you know what i mean like <laughs> some people don't even want to eat the last bite like i'm weird and uh maybe you guys do this too it's like when i have some really really good food i don't even want to like change the taste in my mouth for a little bit so i can just savor it <laughs> <laughs> a little bit while. I yeah. take seven years to eat a meal because <laughs> I have to savor so, every bite. Oh, good. It's so good. And especially when you go to like a really good restaurant, like you don't leave mm-hmm. half the stuff on your plate and not mm-hmm. eat it. <laughs> of course. So, my point is, I wonder what we're leaving on the table of our life. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Absolutely. That's the point is you've got a whole meal to mm. satisfy you in your life and to experience and to taste and to savor. Wow. Why would you only eat the this appetizer? Right. Yeah. You're leaving the whole entree. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. 
So you want to break like insecurities and doubts and self-hatred and low self-esteem and mm-hmm. like even bouts of depression. I do like I, I'm chemically depressed. That's what my I have a chemical imbalance and all that stuff. So like aside from that, right? Like even some depression comes from us not being fulfilled, comes from us not giving 100% of ourselves to the world. And we can't do that because we don't even know how to describe it. We don't have language for it because we got to navigate this dark night of the soul until we get to this 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 thing like oh man this is this is how i would word it like my like one of the things i say is i help misfits turn their pain into purpose and profit mm-hmm. and like i'm able to say that um be, and that's only part of my purpose statement by the way but i'm able to say that because i've, I've traveled through these thoughts right, right? And, and, and a lot of people especially if you're if you're like really a top type a type of person like you don't know, it's too abstract for you to sit there and like, don't I got time to journal and do all this yeah. stuff. And like, you know, like yeah. oh, I'm, trying to say, I'm just going to do and perform. And, right, right, right. and I'm like, no, you need purpose too. Yeah, um, so I can shorten the gap for you. You are not going to sit here. Like, this is what we're not going to do. We're not going to sit here, close our eyes. And, and I'm all for this, right? And meditate and be like, think about what you want out of your life. That's not what this is about. This is 22 lessons of concise. I mean, they're not even longer than three minutes of questions for you to ask yourself what's wow. really this like master collection of all this stuff that i researched and oh by the way at the end of it if you still don't feel like you have massive clarity just hop on a clarity call with me and we're going to get your purpose statement start unlocking streams of revenue for you start living more fulfilled start adding more value to the world bring more of you to this world because the world is waiting for you to become wow wow oh my goodness i think that that is incredible because i often we're very passive in we can be at least very passive in in what we don't do. Um, And I think reflection and those types of deep, like really introspective questions are what really make a big difference. And I think often people also, I I believe, start to say, this is just the way that I am. You know, I can't change it. This is just who I am. And I'm wondering what you would say to someone who's maybe in a situation where they believe like, this is just who I am. And maybe might be in a a, a point where they're struggling with their mental health and often I think it's hard for people to admit oh maybe I do need some help you know what would you say to someone that's in that that crossroad between do I ask for help or do I accept that this is this is how I am or who I am kind of giving them that courage to take that step so that they can ultimately find their purpose I would love to talk to whoever feels that way personally email mm-hmm. email me at connect <laughs> at secondchanceathletes.com put it in the show notes mm-hmm. um because sometimes you need a specific uh, strategy. So I can give you some principles and things to think about, but like it might not work for you, but something will. Okay. Number one. Okay. Let me, let me say it this way. All right. Here's some notes. Okay. I told you guys I got content. All right. So we can can probably land the plane here. All right, here we go. Um, To get anything you want out of life, it takes three things, three things. Okay. Mindset, skills, network, mindset, skills, network, buy any program that's trying to help you produce results, whether it's launch your podcast, build your business, whether it's advance your career, whether it's uh, get more physically in shape, whether it's eat better, it's going to start with your mindset. You've got to learn skills and you got to have network. Okay. So when we talk about mental health, the first thing we have to address is the mindset. All right. What's the mindset of somebody who's really struggling, doesn't want to come out about their struggle? Number one is that because I have a weakness that it makes me less valuable. Okay. Lie. You can still be Superman and Superwoman and have kryptonite. Boom. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, guess what? I'm Superman. 
And I got yes. massive kryptonite. Yeah. And it doesn't make me less valuable. Mm-hmm. I can be. We believe in that. Mm-hmm. I can be popular and crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Simultaneously. Simultaneously, right? Uh, you know, I can be full of destiny and full of doubt at the same time. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, know that it doesn't make you less valuable. You're not the only one. Mm-hmm. Everybody is faking. Everybody's trying to figure life out. Nobody's mm-hmm. as successful as they seem. People have the same doubts as you do, the same insecurities as you do. You're no different. And so I would say, know that even though you have some struggles mentally, it doesn't mean you're worthless. It doesn't mean you're less valuable. Even if somebody who knows you, knows you like they knew me, like that girl mm-hmm. knew me and rejects you. Let me just tell you something. Sometimes, watch the TEDx talk, rejection is projection. It's a projection of someone's own inward insecurities. So you owe it to yourself to reflect that is their brokenness being projected onto me? Because if so, let me not take on their shame. Let me not take on their depression. Let me not take on their guilt. Those students who made fun of me in the third grade, they were they were unsure of themselves. They didn't even know how to be do anything that wasn't popular. And so they projected their insecurities onto me in the form of mockery and notes. And so, uh, yeah, that'll just break up some of that thought pattern. The other thing too is like, uh, realize that, utilize this message, this method to c- get control of your mental health, okay? Stop, drop, and roll, okay? The moment I notice that a, thoughts, a, a thought narrative is not serving me, I stop it. I dropped that stuff in the trash and I roll it into a new belief. Ooh, I like that. Stop, drop, and roll. I like that. Yeah. That's so we dress the mindset, the skills. Mm-hmm. Stop, drop, and roll. We, we have more. Um, I have some free mental health Monday trainings. Um, and then, and then network. Yeah. Hey, it is really hard to be depressed around happy people. Yeah. You, so much is If you're happy and like, you know it, clap your hands. <laughs> if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy, you know, <laughs> you really want to show it. Isn't it? Isn't it? We're happy because we're with Daryl. And be depressed. Yes. Yep. So it's so great. And, and being present when you're with people that yeah. are happy, it's, it's so much easier to be present with those people it and is. take in their energy. And mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, it's not a quick fix, but like it's yeah. important. Yeah. Let me say one more thing because the other thing that depression will lie to you about is tell you that no one cares. Mm. And yep. I just want to say that. I care. I I care. I care because I was there. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're feeling that way and you don't feel like mom cares, dad cares, friends care, boyfriend, girlfriend cares, know that Daryl is out here somewhere and he cares. Test me. Oh, so beautiful. Seriously, I feel like Daryl is everything that we look for in a guest. He's literally modeling our mission here by making people feel less alone through vulnerability, through valuable tools, and through showing people that you matter no matter what and that you have a listening ear, friends to lean on. Really, couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you, Daryl. Oh, thank you. So um, kind of going back on this thing of like tying your identity to... a a job or a job you think you're going to have being an athlete Mm -hmm. um for someone like you that was in a position of you had this thing that you thought you were going to be that you thought you were going to do and it's taken away from you Mm -hmm. or for someone that has this vision of this like you know i feel like a lot of us we make these visions for ourselves when we're really young this is the person i project myself to be when i'm Mm -hmm. this age this age whatever and then it turns out actually like that's not working out or, you know, whatever circumstances, but we tie our identity so much to that. Mm-hmm. What advice would you have for someone who mm. is starting to see that maybe that vision of myself is actually not going to 
going to be my path. Yeah. You have to detach yourself from the outcome. Um, that's number one. Let me give you a really good example. And, and this is going to, this is kind of a little mind trick mm-hmm. because here's what I know about people who are in that bubble is that they're givers. They love to give. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting ready to say a statement mm-hmm. that is really going to hurt. So embrace, embrace this. Oh Get ready. I'm already tensing you up. Breath. I know, me too. This is your thing. It's selfish. Okay. Give me an example. Um, I was, um, when I started to evolve in my speaking career, I noticed that I was on stage to get and not to give. Wow. I I was on a platform wanting somebody to come up to me after I got done speaking and say, that was great. That was awesome. That resonated. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't fully give. People who are so like ready to quit because they haven't reached some goal by the age of 25 yet and whatever, haven't seen the results they want as fast as they want is being selfish. Mm-hmm. You're focused on what you can get from the world rather than what you can give. Just give. Yeah. Just wow. give. Make giving. This is why any fellow thought leaders like Gary v- Vanderchuk and other people, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they'll tell you like, like you got to love the work. Yeah. yeah. You have to love the process. If you don't love the process, pick something else. <laughs> Yeah, because you got to be able to do this without expecting anything. And I get like, we got to pay bills and stuff like that. I'm not stupid. But I also believe that when you find purpose, profit will follow. Mm -hmm. I don't believe you got to find like some good paying job first, and then work on your side dream. No, because I didn't do that. I left I left my good paying job to build my dream with no security. And, you know, Mm -hmm. and so like, that's a whole nother story. But I would just say, um, stop being so selfish. Detach your your value, your worth, your identity from an outcome Mm -hmm. and just focus on giving. And if we talk about monetization, let's figure out how to monetize so that you Mm -hmm. can pay the bills because I get that that's a reality. I'm not stupid, but it's easier to do that when you're not holding back and you're trying to to get when you should be giving. Mm. Wow. Yeah. And speaking of selfish, was there parts of you that had when you were going through your transition Mm -hmm. um and even further back when you were in the rehab facility were was there a part of you that like how did you let go of what other people might have been thinking about you (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i'm laughing (laughs) because no no i'm not laughing at you (laughs) you thought of that because I'm glad. I'm glad you can maybe notice that that was an issue. That's really uh, uh, intuitive of you, or or that's really smart of you, Thank because you. you just have no clue how hard that was for me. Mm. Keep in mind, I came from the athletic realm where all you live off is autographs, media interviews, praise, yeah. band, smoke, people wearing your jersey, mm-hmm. and then I get in the real world. I'm like, praise me, applaud me, cheer oh, yeah. me, you know, <laughs> and so. People's opinion mattered. Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, like deeply mattered. I was so desperate for affirmation. And I had no self value. Um, and it, and let me say, here's the here's a part that you don't hear often, is that I believe we're actually wired to 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 hear from other people. Well, here's what I mean by that: is like we're wired for love. Mm-hmm. It feels good to have somebody say that they love you. And so, like, you have to be open to receive. And one of the narratives that I don't like when we start talking about, like, not being worried about what other people say is we almost build a wall to keep pain out, mm. but it also doesn't let love in. Yep. And so I'm not with that either. Mm-mm. It sucks. It's going to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> the, the more open you are, you're going to have people betray you, take advantage of you, not like you, people mm-hmm. who was for you when you were broke, but not for you when you're successful. 
and you, I, I'd rather deal with the pain and remain beautiful and scarred than to close myself off from mm-hmm. receiving love. Um, how do you deal with it? Number one, you get internal values that that you are committed to and that you enjoy about you and you make that worth that you tie your identity to who you decide, not what mm. other people say. That's really helpful. You have a core, a foundation. Yeah. I am a person of wealth. I am a person of integrity. I am a person of faith. I am a person of generosity. And no matter what people say, this is who I am. The reason why other people's opinions matter more than they should is because we haven't got clear on our identity yet. Yes. Okay. I'll give you an example. If I came up to you, Julia, and I said, hey, you know what? You are a bird. You'd be like, dude, you're weird. What do you mean? I'm not a bird. I don't have wings. I don't, I don't have feathers. Right? Right? Okay. Because there's, there's, there's nothing in your belief system that believes that. Yeah. Wow. But if I came that- to you and I was like, hey, you're insecure. Mm-hmm. If I said, hey, you, you're too shy to be successful. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh-oh, part of me it's resonates right. with that. Right. Right. So now I'm offended. Oh. So how do I do that? I got to get rid of that stuff so people don't have buttons to press. Yes. Oh, my God. No, that <laughs> that was the clearest Woo! example of that that I have ever heard. For oh, sure. No, seriously. And when we talk about, like, identity and all of these things, you know, that they come up in our conversations and, yeah. and we talk about shifting your beliefs and all of that. But it's yeah. so true that if you have prior to all of these things gotten really clear on who you are and mm-hmm. what you love about yourself and your purpose, then it's almost like, of course, do you have feelings? Do you do you care? Yes. But it's almost like you're less, what's the word, like shakable because no, you're exactly. so you're so firm in what you exactly. do believe about yourself. Exactly. Exactly. And, and you and it's it takes if you need help getting there, start with five minutes a day mm. and repeating your values of who you are, what you value over and over again because you are a product of your beliefs. Mm-hmm. And the reason why you have some of these identity issues is because you've been programmed wrong. Mm-hmm. Somebody somewhere told you the wrong thing. Somebody made a look that made you feel a certain way. And now you started to question the very beauty that you actually have and the value that you actually have. Get right. their stupid paws off of you and take your value and your power back. Wow. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so much, so much is clicking in my brain right now. Literally. <laughs> And I can, and and it's beautiful, Daryl, to know your story and then to hear your values and ideas because you can see, like, Mm -hmm. when I think about your story, like where where those things came from and like how how far you've come and like why it all makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I want to say one thing. I just feel like I should say this. Of course, please. Uh, I keep hearing this phrase in my mind. I'm going to release this. It's it's the phrase, it's true. And here's what I think that means is the desires that you have, the questions that you have of if I can do more, if I can be great, if I can really change the world, the answer is yes, it's true. Hmm. How? We got to start with purpose clarity. Hmm. Okay. But I just, I just want to give somebody permission that if you have a desire that is not to torment you, it's actually to inspire you of what's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, thank you for that permission. And I think that, that <laughs> I think that that's kind of like the invisible first step 
that people mm-hmm. don't know that we have to take. Like, you have to give yourself that permission. You do. Absolutely. To allow also like the curiosity of wondering what could be or just allowing yourself to to change from what you thought you were supposed to be, mm-hmm. um, allowing yourself to really understand and take time to to actually reflect. Because I think when we're so deeply tied to something such as our identity or, or what we believe we should be, it makes it so much harder to give yourself that permission or to allow yourself to shift or change or your life to ebb and flow. Um, so thank you for that permission. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have, um, since, since you're dropping gems of wisdom, I have so one, more, one more question that I want a gem of wisdom on before we kind of okay. wrap, move into our little wrap up questions. Cause we want to yeah. respect your time, Daryl. Yeah. Um, but uh, in your, your Ted talk is obviously about re- reframing rejection. Mm-hmm. So what is like, is there like a tangible tip that someone can use? Like when they're facing rejection of like how we can kind of easily reframe it instead of being so hard on ourselves for it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The easiest thing to do is to go download the, so watch the TEDx talk, step one, and then number two, download the action guide. It's free. It's a rejection to success guide. Oh, cool. It's on the website, cool, because cool. it literally walks you through like, like, let me see, I'm going to pull it up. I want you to, I'm going to read this first paragraph. Please. Um, to, it says, everything that was intended to destroy you has prepared you for your destiny. Okay. And then I said, this journey may be painful. You may have to take a break and come back. You may have to bow your head and cry, but whatever you do, don't quit and don't settle for just a little bit of clarity. The purpose of this guide is not meant to get you to relive your pain. It's designed to help you redeem your pain. Keep that in mind and make a commitment right now to yourself that you are going to face your pain and never let it make you feel like a nobody or a failure again. And I make you sign it. Boom. (laughs) You have to sign it? Oh, You have to sign it. That's a commitment. The commitment to yourself because people are going, oh, this isn't working out. It's not happening. Yes. Get get through this because it keeps showing up in your life anyways. Mm. So why not properly process this rejection? And so there is a step-by-step process in that. It's not, again, it's not just heavy journaling and meditating. Like that's not how it rolls. It's very pragmatic. And so uh, step one is to reflect. Um, mm. Step two is to analyze. Step three is to reframe. And so it helps you walk through this series of like, man, how do I take these moments of rejection and really start to process them more accurately? And yeah. and more importantly than like, oh, it doesn't hurt anymore. Cause mm-hmm. I'm, listen, I'm the type of person, I'm raising the hood. So like, if you punch me, I don't want to just like not fall. I want to <laughs> punch you back. Right. Okay. So if life punches you, I don't want you just to not be depressed. Okay. I want you, I want you to get something out of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are you with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I want you to get something out of it. And so if you've been through pain and insecurity and thought about giving up and thought about throwing in the towel and thought about quitting and questioned yourself, questioned your future, like, I don't want you to just settle with being happy. I want you to get some money out of this. I want you mm-hmm. to get some friendship, some business ideas. And so this is about processing rejection to, yeah, get to a place of happiness and fulfillment and value, mm-hmm. but also get to a place where you figure out what's the goal that's buried beneath my pain. Let's right. take Daryl Stinson stories. There was a period where I'm like, okay, the, the third graders was actually a projection. So it had nothing to do with my value. Actually, mm-hmm. I am valuable. So now I go, okay, what did they reject me about? I was the black kid that talked quote unquote white. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. How can I leverage that for my good? 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean to tell me that being a person who was able to talk to a white audience and a black audience has enabled me to talk to executives in the boardroom and to talk to people in the streets? I have addiction recovery ministry where we see 100 people each week. I help people recover from addiction, whether 12-step, whether faith program. And then I can talk to elite athletes and help them discover their purpose and build their dreams and build businesses. Why? Because I'm still the black kid that talks and acts white. Get some. So, oh, yes. <laughs> and, and, and by the way, by the way, everybody has that. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Everybody has that. For you, mm-hmm. it sounds different. Right. But you have it. Yep. Absolutely. And I, I've been trying to figure out how to communicate this because oil and water don't mix, but they were never meant to. Okay. Ooh. It is this distinct quality of oil mm-hmm. that makes it not mix with water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The rejection actually shows its uniqueness. Oh, wow. This is why we must start at rejection. Because it's that point that goes, wait a second, I'm not water. Yeah. Hmm. I'm oil. And now what can I do with oil? Ooh. Holy. All right. Whoa. <laughs> For real. I'm, I'm just like, okay. He's like, yeah, I, I don't know how to word this. Words it perfectly. Words it like no other. <laughs> and being it that. Out of it just comes out um so being that of course we love hearing daryl speak on a podcast hear his voice with everything he says and ted talks all the things but we also hear that he is publishing a book i am publishing a book so would you mind telling us a little bit about it and when it's going to be available so we can add to cart yep it's called who am i after sports and it's a uh my signature framework of how i got over sports, discovered my purpose, and started to build my dreams. And so it walks you through some of the stories we shared today, and it, and it walks you through five phases of transition, mm-hmm. uh, which we use through our coaching process at Second Chance Athletes. So hopefully it comes on August. I, I'm submitting it to my editor for the final proof before it goes to publishing at the end of this week. So I am I am super excited uh, for that. And I've already started working on my second book. Oh, man. He's he doesn't just, stop. He doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Oh, I'm not going to tell you what that one is. We'll have to come back later another time. Yes, we would love to. We'll wait if you promise us that you're going to come back. Yes. I will. I will. I actually have some cool ideas I want to share with you guys. So yeah. absolutely. So everybody just go ahead, um, you know, connect with me on Instagram, like take me up on that email offer. Let's, let's get your, get you really clear on your purpose. Let's break you out of this, like slow moving process, trying seven different jobs before you finally find fulfillment. Let's streamline that process, shorten the gap. And let's get you, you know, making some some money and living fulfilled and adding a ton of value to the world. Oh, we yes. can't wait, Daryl. We just have two quick, quick things before yes. we let you go. Come with it's, it. If there's one thing that you sure. could tell your 20-year-old self, what would it be? My favorite quote, our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate, but that we are powerful beyond measure. Um, yes. Marianne Williamson. And the, the full quote is so much better, but that's the... The line that I enjoy the most. Love, love. Thank you. And our last question, relevant to what you kind of just shared before, is where can people find you if they want to work with you? Um, and is there anything else you want to plug, whether it's Second Chance Athletes or anything else like that? Yeah, I want you guys to go get that purpose course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, uh, we're getting it. And then I, I want you to, uh, I promise you, I want you to email me and um, let me know how I can help you. I, I want you to experience results. So literally, like, reach out to me. Daryl, thank you so much. So, so much. We're inspired. Our our audience is going to be super inspired, and I'm certain you're going to have a lot of new little little uh, numbers in your, in your inbox after today. Sweet. Let's do it. 
Yeah, and Sarah, <laughs> thank you for sharing your story and being so vulnerable and honest with us here. And this was awesome. We can't thank yeah. you enough. Thank yes. you. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Friday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.